Hey there, thoughtful listener. This is Josh Elledge, CEO of UpMyInfluence.com. I'm so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free. No credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. We're also actively seeking guests for our daily commercial-free entrepreneurial inspiration podcast, the one you're listening to. If you know someone who is doing six to eight figures in business, send them our way. Just go to upmyinfluence.com slash guest. Now let's get on with the show. With us right now is Dr. Ginger Bratzel. Dr. Ginger, you are found on the web at gingerbratzel.com. Dr. Ginger, thank you so much for joining us. Well, thank you for having me. All right. So your background is, I'll, I'll let you kind of just tell the, the, the abbreviated story if you can. Sure. I, you know, I'm a business developer, strategist, but I didn't come there originally. I started off my life as a dentist. And um, I, when I went through school, when I was building my business, they said, just be a good dentist. And that's all that mattered. And found out the hard way and very hard way that uh, that does not happen in your business. So, um, you know, a lot of trips, I built my business the wrong way. They told me more technology. You need more initials after names. You need more degrees. And none of that made my business grow. And so when we started really tweaking it and looking at it differently, it's like, how can we serve our customers better? What are they really wanting? You know, I'm, I'm there to serve them. I'm, I'm there to give them great care, but that's not what they came for. Um, they wanted to know, understand, and they wanted to feel like they were part of this process. And so when we started changing the direction and the focus from what I could do for them to talking the words that are going on in their head. They might not even be talking out loud. Like, are you embarrassed or you're, you know, you wish you could eat this or confidence or things like that. We turned the business around and I was real happy to do that. And our numbers went up really, really rapidly. And um, my accountant took notice of it and asked me, can you please do this for other people? So, you know, long story short, I switched from um, practicing dentistry to helping other healthcare professionals and service-based businesses around the globe do the same things in their business because being the best at your skill set is not going to make you a successful business. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about um, what types of clients do you typically work with today? Well, of course, because I was a dentist, I a lot of dentists gravitate to me. Good, good. That's good. <laughs> I speak the lingo. I've been there. I've been through the school, you know, chiropractors, veterinarians, uh, cosmetic surgeons, co- uh, dermatologists, but also um, service-based providers like financial planners, uh, real estate agents, insurance agents, um, anyone who serves a, a business to someone Um they're in my forte. As long as they don't have an e-commerce, that's pretty much the rest of the world. That's my department. Yeah. All right. So when uh, someone, let's say, let's say it is a dentist practice and they start working with you, what are some of the big um, pain points that they are experiencing? They may not be able to tell you why it's happening. They're just like, Dr. Ginger, help us because we feel like we should be doing better. We spent all this money on ads and, you know, we're, we lost money on our last ad campaign, you know, which that happens a lot. It happens a lot. And it's, and they'll say it's bad. I've done that. It doesn't work. Um, But they always come, they're like, I need new 
customers. I need new patients. And I said, great. And so we start looking at what they've been doing. Oh, and marketing doesn't work. That's the other part they tell me and start pulling it apart and seeing what they're doing. And it, it really comes to the surface and they kind of materialize in their thoughts, what they thought was the problem and what the actual problem was. We find that they've got holes in the rest of their system. The marketing might've brought a certain number of people in, but conversion didn't happen. Follow through didn't happen. Um, their systems weren't in place and people don't accept care. So it's a breakdown. It's uh, several spots along the the whole funnel, the whole pipeline of their little system. Yeah. Um, so talk about the typical marketing system. When we think about like the funnel for a dentist, what are they doing what is what do we typically see and where do you see maybe some of those easy wins they're like oh my goodness we'll go through and obviously shore this up you know as of when we're talking with you know we were talking just briefly before we hit record um i'm in that qa process right now of our marketing systems and i think that it's it's very tempting for people to get really excited about, oh, we have a sign-up page. Oh, we have a great opt-in with a lead magnet. And, and we got this welcome mat or this webinar or whatever, or just mm-hmm. some sort of like, okay, we got that. And now we got a bunch of ads and let's throw a bunch of mud up on the wall and let's make some money. And then they're like, oh, wait a minute. I thought we would do better than that. That's right. terrible. Well, you know, you said, what's the funnel for a typical dentist? A typical dentist doesn't even have a funnel. They have a bunch of ads. They, they kind of knee jerk, pull them off. And, you know, it's slow this month. We need to spend some money on marketing. Let's throw it out there. And they have no momentum in doing it. So they don't have a marketing calendar. They don't have a follow-up system. They don't have uh, a way of differentiating things. So when people come in and when they see an ad, you know, people are in three different places. One, they're ready to go. Two, they need a little more information to decide that's yes for me. And some of them, they just need to plant the seed for a little bit. And for some of these higher cost clients that like, you know, dental implants for anyone who knows what that is, that is a higher cost uh, dental procedure or cosmetic dentistry, all of those, those don't happen on a knee jerk reaction. So they have to build that relationship up with them. They have to follow up through with them before they will say yes to it later on. So they mistakenly think I put an ad out. I wanted implant or cosmetic patients. They didn't accept So the marketing failed because they don't have anything else to build and nurture that relationship and keep that going. Yeah. So where, where might those, like, how do we know if someone's like, I, I don't know what else to improve. Like, how do they, how do they figure out what else to improve? Well, you know, if they're in that point, I always think, I said, you got to turn it internal. So don't spend any more money on external marketing. Look internal because all of them have computers full of people who need treatment. They have uh, treatment plans ready to go. Proposals have been given, but they haven't built that relationship up or they followed up with them. Mm. So I said, start there. You know, it's always easier to build, um, move a rock that you've already got rolling. So they have spent that time. They've built that relationship with them. Go back to those people, re ignite those relationships, invite them back in, find out what's going on. Maybe it was bad timing. Maybe they didn't understand. Maybe it was the wrong, uh, it was just too much and see if you can break it down into pieces. It's still going to get done, but it's going to get done a little bit at a different pace that fits them. Um, Maybe it was a financial decision. Maybe it was um, they needed somebody else involved in the process, but it's usually always just get those people back in and find out and, 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 you know, I always tell my clients, God gave you two eyes to watch with, um, two ears to listen and one mouth. So we like to talk. We like to tell them everything we know about dentistry. I was like, just shut up. 
and listen to what they're telling you. Listen to what they're saying. Say things back in their words. That's what good marketing is. You know, it's not talking to try to educate about everything in your specialty. Mm. It's meeting the person where they are. And if you have to give them a glossary to understand what you're saying, you're way out of the ballpark. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Um, what do you see working well for? I mean, can can dentists run ads and have them perform well? Is it and and when we think about like where they should be marketing or advertising, is it bus stop ads? Is it Facebook ads? Is it sending out postcards? What what do you see working well for dentists? Well, it depends because you want to put your marketing where your ideal prospect hangs out. So if they're not looking at Facebook, don't put it on Facebook. If they're not riding the bus, don't put it with the bus. <laughs> and then most professional services, their marketing consists of look at my picture, look at me in a white coat, look yeah. at my name, my initials, look at my fancy office and my fancy staff. And nowhere in there is, the, well, in the headline is talking about the person's problem. Like, do you suffer? Yeah, right. Dentures? Uh, are you embarrassed by your smile? Do you wish you had straight teeth? Those are easy questions. It's a talking about, hey, I'm certified in this procedure and I can do this and I have this new equipment. No, talk to them wow. about what they're feeling. Mm, that's amazing because you're right. I, I think of every dentist website I've ever, I've, that I can remember, it's always about features, not benefits. That's right. And you, uh, I know you preach that here. I know it. I know it. I know it. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Wow. So this is gold that you're talking about right now. So what does engagement typically look like with you? So you're working with, and again, I know you work with more than just dentists, but um, you know, what is, how do you, uh, how do you work together? I would imagine a lot of like initially is probably just a lot of discovery and going right. through their current system, getting some, you know, it's like, I, I feel like you want to kind of rise up. Let's rise up a little. Let's map everything let's out. Let's get that 30,000 foot view to step yes. away for a little bit. And let's, let's see what's going on. And so we start at the beginning, like what's, what's going on? What do you think is what you need? Okay, now let me ask you some stuff. And so I'll call their office and they don't know that. And I'm seeing how they're handling it. I pretend I make an appointment and yep. see how I'm treated, see how they get me in, what they're concentrating on, how they're talking to me. Um, I'm going through the whole experience with there. Um, I'm going to pull their numbers. I'm going to look at what they're doing in each procedure. I'm going to look at their area and their demographics and see who they might be missing. I'm going to ask them, who's their, uh, who's their favorite patient? you know, give me your five people, tell me why they're great. And then we're going to identify. And usually they have some commonalities. And I said, you know, we're going to explore how you can get more people like that, how we can clone those relationships. And then we're going to build that plan on how to solve it. And like I said, usually we start what I call the fastest path to the cash. We're not going to spend a lot of time on, Hey, let's, let's redo your website. Mm -hmm. Give me $20,000. No, we're not going to do that. We're going to see what tweaks are working that are just a little bit off in your office. If we could tr just switch that lever, would get you some leverage, get you some momentum because that's your cash flow and gets you excited about going through those other steps and making filling in all the voids. Yeah. If I could put a plug in just in, so my background, you know, 15 years of studying and leading on consumer behavior. So this is one thing I feel like I've, I've really been very thoughtful about. I I'd say if there's one area, I think that would be this almost always would be a super smart investment would either be one of the two things either train your whoever is handling that phone and mm -hmm. scheduling like 
amazing, amazing, amazing customer that is service most training person or replace that person, invest a little bit more, get someone with like serious rapport building skills, mm-hmm. customer service skills. Like I want a, in this moment, I feel myself getting emotional about this. Please, the average experience is so cold and impersonal. I feel like I'm talking to a robot when I call right. the typical dentist office. And here's the usual experience. Thank you for calling Dr. Donna, please hold. And then they pick up, Dr. Blah, 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 what do you need? How can I help you? You know, and it's like, are you even a human? And I feel like it, it just, it, I don't feel welcome there. And right. like, if they would just, I, I mean, I know this sounds scary, but invest, and, and some people don't need, you know, the, that, you know, a little bit more time. I would actually like to talk to a salesperson who has sales skills and who can, you know, communicate. But, and when I say sales, I mean, today's sales is compassionate. It's, it's right. consumer it's focused, for it's customer you, focused. to you. Yes. Yes. I want to, for me, it's like, I want to feel like I'm talking about someone who cares about me and, you know, is someone like, wow, you sound like someone I could be friends with. Like that's, that's the kind of experience I want. I know I'm not everybody, but boy, I I think that I feel like you you almost could not over invest in that part of the dentist practice. You've got to have the, if you're treating people, you've got to have humans and most dentists are looking like, well, how can I automate that? How can we do it all mm, on a computer? Big stuff? mistake. Big mistakes. Just because you have technology doesn't mean you need to use it. There's other places for it. You've it's still got to make that personal connection. Yes, absolutely. So that is all part, by the way, when we think about marketing, like that is all part of the, has that person purchased yet? No. Well, they're still in this customer journey Right. That they haven't given you the money yet. And what you have to understand, I think what, you know, consumers are looking for today is, you know, they, I think today's consumers feel more empowered than ever before. Like for me, I, I want and need and expect upfront pricing. I expect, you know, to be able to have everything very clear. Um, you know, I want to be able to talk about treatment options and, well, why do I need that? And, you know, I want to, you know, maybe some people want to learn, you know, th- th- again, if they want to know, in the know, 80s you and 90s, them. you know, right. I think you could get away with, well, I'm the dentist and I'm an authority right. and I say you need to do this. And I think today's consumers, mm, especially- There's no loyalty anymore. I mean, no, people, right. patients so don't stay with you. They shop every six months for a new dentist. Uh, yeah. Oh, totally. So, so totally. you cannot take that for granted. You have to build that. If you want to keep your herd, you've got to build that relationship. And so um, you, you, they might say yes right now, but they will not long-term. And then, you know, the other thing is I look at their numbers. If they're really doing everything great, they got a really high referral rate from new patients. And if they're not, oh, yeah. us, absolutely, then, then, then don't spend any money on marketing. You've got an internal problem. Yeah. 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 What percentage do you think should be coming from referrals from existing 50 customers? to 60% should be referral in a good practice. Wow. They don't go through those highs and lows. They are more consistent. So That's if they're right. on a roller coaster, then then I know they've got a breakdown. So people mm-hmm. are tolerating it. They're coming there, but they don't feel comfortable enough to refer someone to you because they don't yep. want to deal with it. Yep. So I can tell you, you know, what you just pointed out is exactly, that's our experience. Now, our children's orthodontist, 
you know, who's we've, you know, take five to $8,000, you know, for each of the kids. I have no idea how much it is. It's a lot, right? You're there. Um, great <laughs> customer service. And they like, you know, the, he's awesome. Dr. Battle is fantastic. He's like, you know, he spends time and he's just very warm and personal. And, and it really does feel like it's a family there. And then we go to these other places and I literally bristle at the front desk experience. And it's just such a fresh, and that ruins everything. You think about all the money they put into equipment and, you know, technical expertise and so forth. And then you have someone at the front desk ruining it all. It's right. awful. Right. Yeah. Awesome. This has been such a fun conversation, Dr. Ginger. Dr. Ginger Bratzel, your website is gingerbratzel.com. When somebody goes there, whether they're a dentist or not, what should they do? Well, go up to that button and click on there and request my uh, guide to help you stand out. We talk about ways to create though that impression that we're talking about um, today and stand out and create those memorable experiences for your prospects. So they will want to come out and it doesn't take a lot of effort. It's not hard and anyone can do it. Yeah, I love it. Awesome. Dr. Ginger, thank you so much for joining us again. Gingerbratzel.com. Thanks, Dr. Ginger. Thanks, Josh. Thanks for listening to the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Show. If you are a thoughtful business owner or professional who would like to be on this daily program, we have an audience of over 120,000 that we would love to promote your story to. Please visit upmyinfluence.com slash guest. I'm also so excited to announce our new Thoughtful Entrepreneur High Ticket Sales Coaching Program, which you can try absolutely free, no credit card needed. Head to upmyinfluence.com slash free. If you got something out of this interview, would you share this episode on social media? Just do a quick screenshot with your phone and text it to a friend or post it on the socials. If you do that, tag us with the hashtag upmyinfluence. Each month, we scour Twitter, LinkedIn, Facebook, and Instagram. We pick one winner from each platform, and you get crowned king or queen of that social media. What do you win? Well, we will promote you and retweet you and reshare you and your business to over 120,000 social media fans totally free. Can you also hook us up in your podcast player right now? please give us a thumbs up or a rating and review. And we promise to read it all and take action. Thank you if you've done this already. We believe that every person has a message that can positively impact the world. Your feedback helps us fulfill that mission. And while you're at it, please hit that subscribe button. You know why? Tomorrow, that's right, seven days a week, you are going to be inspired and motivated to succeed. 15 to 20 minutes a day. My name's Josh Elledge. Let's connect on the socials. You'll find all the stuff we're doing at upmyinfluence.com. Thanks for listening and thank you for being a part of the Thoughtful Entrepreneur Movement. Thank you.